The title of this podcast is How to Not Let Your Emotions Control Your Thoughts and Your Behavior. And we're going to begin this podcast with the definition of emotion. An emotion is a feeling such as happiness, love, fear, anger, hatred, which can be caused by the situation that you are in or by the people you are with. Emotion is a complex state of feeling that results in physical and psychological changes that influence your thoughts and behavior. An emotion is a feeling which can be caused by the situation that you are in or by the people that you are around that results in physical and psychological changes that influence your thoughts and your behavior. And those emotions can range from fear, happiness, sadness, anger, joy, disgust, surprise, excitement, contempt, trust, love, hate, shame, embarrassment. Those are just a few. Those are just a few of the list of the emotions that we can exhibit on a daily basis or within a lifetime. So first, before we continue, I want to say, if you are listening to my podcast, I don't want you to ever take my word for it. I want you to always look it up for yourself because it's simply putting the word emotion in the search engine and you can find the same thing I'm finding. But let's continue. We're talking about in this podcast how to not let your emotions control your thoughts and your behavior. We're going to have emotions and during this time our emotions are all over the map. I know mine are. My emotions are at any given day can run from fear, it can run from sadness, it can become angry, um, I can become very depressed. Emotion. And there's nothing wrong with the emotions. That is number one. It's very okay. You have to give yourself the permission to be okay with feeling your emotions. That you do yourself more damage when you don't allow yourself to feel. If you're angry about the situation you're in, that's okay. Be angry. If you're sad because something has happened that was unexpected, maybe the doctor gave you some news that you really don't want to hear, it's okay to be sad. If you're, you're embarrassed because of what somebody said or did to you, it's okay to feel embarrassed. What is not okay is to allow these emotions to cause you to be violent. Violent with your words, violent with your actions, that's not okay. So we have got to learn to 
be okay with our emotions, but not allowing those emotions to affect our thoughts and our behavior in a negative way. And if it does, because it does, come on, we, we know people make you angry, but it's your job, my job, individual job to not allow that anger to cause my words to become violent or my action to become just as violent. We should never put our hands on no one when we're angry. That goes for a child and that goes for an adult. Because that's what causes people to hurt and kill people because they are not controlling their emotions. And during this time, I think today is March 27th, I do believe, March 27, 2020. We are all going through the same thing and we have no control of it. So all of us have emotions that are being rampant. They're telling us to stay home. I don't have a job. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I just started. For me, I just started my own business. This was going to be a boom, booming year. And everything came to a halt just like that. So then I can be angry. I'm like, are you kidding me? If you if you read the news, the news is just building you up to fear. Everybody's scared. Everybody's scared to be around each other. They're scared to leave their house. They're scared to breathe the air. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fear, 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 fear. To the point that people are hoarding things and other people are lacking because they fear. And they decided to get all this stuff. All this stuff. Because I'm going to take care of mine. Forget everybody else. It is very important to not to let your emotions control your thoughts. Your thoughts. What you're thinking. If your thoughts are leading you to hurt yourself or someone else. No. So the things we have to do as humans is... Allow ourselves to feel, allow ourselves to have emotion. If you feel like crying, crying. If you need to scream, scream. But to make sure it's not directed toward yourself or someone else. That's the key. There's a lot of husbands and wives that are stuck in a house together and they're used to going to work and seeing each other a couple of hours in the evening. But right now you're forced to see each other 24-7 indefinitely. There's a lot of arguing and fighting going on right now in the world. We're not talking about just in the United States. We're talking about in the entire world because this event is happening happening worldwide. So, and not only do you have husbands and wives that are in the same house being locked in in isolation and quarantine, you throw in the children. Now, you might have one and you might have two, but then you might have three and you might have four. And there's some people that might have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You might have twelve. You might have more than twelve children. And now you're all isolated from the world and told to stay away and stay in. And now you have to deal with each other. 
It's very important that we do not let our emotions control our thoughts and our behavior, our action. This is a very trying time, but I encourage you, encourage you to listen to this podcast as much as you have to. Yes, it's okay to feel what you feel. I will never say not feel what you feel. It's okay to cry. If you have to go on a walk away from it, everybody, it's okay to scream. It's okay to be angry, but it's not okay. To take out your anger on your children or your spouse or whomever you are in isolation with. It's not okay to harm yourself. It's not okay cursing out your kids. It's not okay cursing out your husband. It's not okay hitting on your children because you're angry calling a quote unquote discipline. Well, that's how my mama did it. If your mama did it that way out of anger, she did it wrong. If I discipline my children out of anger and I hit them out of anger, I am wrong. And as far as hitting your husband, as far as husbands hitting their wife, as far as boyfriends hitting girlfriends and girlfriends hitting boyfriends, nobody should hit anybody and nobody should call anybody anything but their name. That is allowing, those are examples of allowing your emotions to control you. So now that you know what's going on, Now that you know, the knowing is the most important beginning. The most important and the beginning of change. The knowing is the beginning of change. So now you know. Because if you're listening to me up until this point, you know that what you are doing is wrong. So now what are you going to do about it? The opposite of what you're doing. So, example, if... Your one or two-year-old spills their milk on the floor. You don't need to throw the cup at the baby, slam the baby against the wall, curse them out. Why not give the baby a, a rag and teach the baby how to clean up its mess and make a game out of it and make it a teaching tool? Ah, oh, the kids are home. And I actually homeschooled my kids. So I know everything that your children are doing right now. I encourage you to make it a learning experience and take the anger out of it. A lot of your anger is coming from the frustration that you cannot control the situation. No, none of us can control the situation. The same situation you're in, I'm in. So... Let me give you some tips, guys. Let me let me just give you some suggestions on what you could do to kind of make it a little easier and not allow those emotions to become so violent. Not allow your words to become so violent. Quit cursing out your kids. It's okay. They spilled the milk. What harm did they do? They're babies. They're two. They're still in diapers. And even if your eight-year-old spills the milk, 
There's no need for them to be afraid of you because they made a mistake. Because how many mistakes have you made in your lifetime? And this excuse about this is how I was raised is an excuse from hell. Quit making the excuses. Those are just excuses. Excuse me. So, I've got to remember when I do a podcast to bring my water. So, stop making excuses. So, that was one example. Kids make messes all day. Make it a game. Make them clean up. You're teaching them how to be responsible. Oh, what else? They don't want to take a nap. Oh my gosh, nap time can be so frustrating. You're in the house with six kids and none of them want to take a nap. Okay, create a quiet time. You don't have to take a nap. You can't beat them to take a nap. That becomes abuse. So why not just say, okay, you don't want to take a nap. Let's call it quiet time. We're going to be quiet. And I found when I was with my kids that as minute they get quiet, they go to sleep. Okay, so everybody get a book. This is quiet time for me, you, and mommy. We're not going to talk to each other. And you don't have to go to sleep if you don't want to go to sleep. But we got to be quiet. And I always had a clock on the wall. And when this, when this hand gets over here, if they don't know how to tell time, or we got so much technology now, turn on the phone, turn on an alarm. When the alarm goes off, we're over. And believe me, Nine times out of ten, if they get quiet enough, they're going to go to sleep. There was no fussing, no screaming, no cursing, no beating. Uh, what else? Dinner time. Lunch time. Teach your uh, the older children how to do it themselves. Your older children should make it be making their own lunches and cleaning up behind themselves. And have the older children make the younger kids lunches. Moms and dads out there that actually are working from home now. And have the kids. You're going to have to set a schedule where they don't talk to you. Okay, guys. You cannot talk to me between until this time. You cannot talk to me till 11 o'clock. Now, if you have a teenager in a house, they need to be self-sufficient. If you have a little one, it's going to be a little challenging. It's okay. It's okay. Because you're going to have to learn to give them something to do while you work. And you're going to have to learn to multitask. But in the meantime, take a deep breath. Breathe in. And breathe out. Your anxiety is transferred over to the children and your spouse and vice versa. So this is the time to be creative. Yes, our world has changed. Yes, our world has turned upside down. And in the process of the world being turned upside down, we don't have control. And right now, everybody's emotion is going crazy. I read a report where domestic calls are on the rise. Suicide is on the rise. Child abuse is on the rise. 
because of emotions and stress and the anxiety of the unknown and being in a situation that you didn't ask to be in. It doesn't have to be destructive. And everything I'm telling you, I have to tell myself. I've, if you listen to some of my podcasts, I always tell you, these podcasts are to preach to myself, to talk to myself. I have to walk the walk before I talk the talk. I'm not here making these podcasts and living the opposite. No, I've actually been through a lot. And I have learned to control my emotion. Not saying that I'm perfect, but the majority of the time I'm able to control my emotions because I set forth to do that. And by practicing over and over and over and over and over. And believe me, life gives you enough opportunities to practice controlling your emotion. I have mastered, I would say about 90% or more of controlling my emotion. Wives, you don't always have to respond to the husband. Let him talk. Even if you feel like it's stupid and dumb and you don't agree, let him talk. We don't always have to have, to have something to say. Just listen. Just like we want to be listened to. Listen and don't say anything. Emotions, fear, happiness, Sadness, anger, joy, disgust, surprise, excitement, contentment, trust, love, hate, shame, embarrassment. But the emotions that cause the most damage are the negative emotions, the fear, sadness, anger, disgust, um, contempt, hate, shame, embarrassment. Those are the ones that cause a negative reaction in us, causing us to think bad things. And then once we start creating them in our mind, we act on them. If you think long enough that I'm going to kill them, I'm going to kill them, I'm going to kill them, I'm going to kill them before you know it, you're going to have blood on your hand. The dots lead into action. And it's the negative emotions that you have to fight Hard to not react on. All you guys out there screaming at your kids and your husband, it's got to stop. That is so toxic and so not going to create a positive life ever. So you screamers out there really have your homework assignment. Stop screaming. And if you take baby steps, you can do it. You can but the first thing is you're going to have to want to do it. And once you decide you want to do it, get going. You know what to do. Every infraction does not have to be screamed at. I've seen more kids dragged through the mall with parents cursing and screaming at them because they don't want to walk anymore. And then when I look around, the person that they're cursing out actually looks like she might be almost one. Instead of just picking her up. You didn't bring a stroller? That was dumb on your part. Get your stroller. Why didn't you bring a stroller? She's not grown with you. She don't have leg span like you. And then they hollering. Hollering all through the store. Just a hollering. And they being slapped, beat, cursed out. 
you, you better, and you fill in the blank. And the baby looked like it's two or three, and um, you've had him in the store for the last five hours, and you didn't bring no snacks. You didn't, you didn't bring no juice. You haven't stopped what you wanted to do and fed them. Could it be they could be hungry? My diaper could be wet and irritating. You're so selfish. A lot of people's problems is you're just selfish. It's all about you. You shouldn't have had kids. You shouldn't even get married. You should just do you so you can spend your time just doing what you like to do. But when you start bringing um, in a relationship, you start getting married and have husbands and wives and partners and children, you get takes a back burner. Quit being so selfish and mean. Oh my God, I look at people doing the mall. I'm like, how selfish of you to bring your children in the mall and you don't even feed them lunch. You don't even stop. A child can't hold off like you. I've actually seen a four or five year old pee at the register on herself because the mother was too engrossed in being selfish. And then she's going to get mad at the kid for doing it when the whole time I watched the child say, Mommy, I got to go to the bathroom. Mommy, I got to go to the bathroom. Mommy, I got to go to the bathroom. And Mommy didn't even have the decency to stop what she was doing to take the child to the bathroom. You don't even deserve to have children. I was so disgusted. Man, I was so disgusted. So a lot of our reaction to our emotions, I'm, I've learned through life, is because I'm unhappy with myself. I'm up, unhappy with my decision. I'm unhappy where I am in life not with the other person. And we tend to, as humans, take out our frustration on other people. And um, that is what we're gonna learn not to do. We're gonna learn every, every infraction that you're gonna turn around and make it positive. That's what you gotta focus on, especially now when we're in quarantine, we're in isolation, and you're stuck in the house with your children and your spouse, and you gotta make this work. You gotta make this work. Matter of fact, I am confident that you can. Because like I said, the first thing is like, oh, wow. I never even thought about it like that. A lot of times we just need to hear it and you realize it's like, wow, that's true. I've done that. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to hit the, I hit my daughter like that. I was just upset that we were stuck at the airport for the last 12 hours and right. So now that you know, you're going to do it a different way. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to write down everything that frustrates you and really ticks you off, really makes you, uh, you're going to write down everything that you're fearful of. You're going to write down everything that makes you sad, everything that makes you angry, everything that makes you disgusted, everything that you, causes contempt, everything that you hate what makes you feel shame, and what embarrassment, what makes you embarrassed. Write it down. And if you have to do two, three, four, five pages, write it down. If it's, if it's when your husband comes in and throws his shoes around, that just really sends you over the edge. 
And then after you write down everything that causes you to have these these emotions that influence your thought and your behavior in a negative way, you're going to look through that list and situations. I want you to write down every situation, everything, what you could do to make it a more positive, make it more in a happy realm, positive. You're going to have your negative list, things that make you crazy, want to hit somebody, curse somebody, throw something at them. And then you're, each situation, you're going to think about and write down how you can make it positive. So if what makes you crazy is when your husband comes home or your wife and she throws everything around and doesn't put everything up, the first thing you could do is calmly talk about it. The second thing you do, a good solution is maybe put a basket by the door and tell them, put all your keys and your stuff in the basket instead of all over the house, all over the car, I mean, all over the floor, shoes here. Make your front door accessible where it's a place to invite people to maybe put a bench there. If you have room at the front door where they can sit down and take their shoes and leave their shoes there. And then maybe have a key hook right here or a hook where the wives can hang up their coats and their purses and stuff right there. Kids can put book bags. We need hooks and cubby holes at the front door. The front door should be inviting where everybody is taught that before you come in the house, you deposit your shoes, your book bag, your coat, Husband's keys, everything right there in that area. So it, it needs to be uh, benches to sit down with nice cushions. And maybe you got a bunch of kids, get some milk crates and make some cubby holes and put their names in it like at school. And then we need some hooks where we can hook umbrellas and coats and coat racks, umbrella racks. You see where I'm going with that. Then the frustration gets off of you. And you put it in the individual's hand, but you're making a solution for the problem. Not just hollering and cursing and breaking down the relationship because you haven't came up with a solution. And then once everybody gets used to being in the new routine, everybody knows in my house when they come in, they take off their shoes at the door. I make it welcoming. We're going to leave coats at the door. We're leaving umbrellas at the door. And before you leave that door section, the foyer, the by the door, you come in, all that stuff is left at the door. And there's a spot for everything. You can be creative with it. I've seen uh, um, uh, Pinterest is awesome for creation. Check out Pinterest. But I saw a place where they had hooks all along the wall. So you just hook stuff there. And then underneath, there was just like a lot of baskets where the shoes went in. So be creative. Take that negative energy and turn it into a positive. What else? Oh, like I said, the spills. Kids are going to spill. Come on, get over it. Kids are going to spill. That's what they do. 
teach them how to wipe it up. Teach them how to, that is so fun when a baby spills their milk and you give them a rag and you teach them, and they're actually playing and they're making a bigger mess, but it's about teaching them to be responsible even while they're in diapers. You got a little hand vacuum cleaner? I know my three-year-old used to love to help me clean the house, so I would get her toy vacuum cleaners that work and mops and dustpans at a young age. My boy and my girl. Cleaning is not just a girl thing. Cleaning is an everybody thing because everybody makes a mess. And so you're going to teach them to clean. So if they're eating Cheerios all around and they have made a mess, it's fun for them to clean. So go ahead and give them the vacuum cleaner and let them clean. It's all about turning your anger, your negative into a positive. So, I'm going to leave you there. You have a homework assignment. You're going to go ahead and start making your negative list and what you can do to make it positive. And I will see you. I will I will see you on the next podcast. And I might even do a part two of emotions. So thank you for jumping on. This is Deborah. Welcome to When Life Throws You a Lemon.